On Thursday, November 17th, the UC Santa Barbara Faculty Association rallied in support of the graduate students currently on strike. Today marks the fourth day of the largest academic strike in history. For KCSB News, this is Jennifer Yoshikoshi. Professors, graduate students, lecturers, and undergraduate students all gathered in support of the cause. Their voices echoed as they chanted across campus from the Social Sciences and Media Studies building all the way around to the front of the campus library. Supporters gathered at the picket line to hear speeches from graduate students, faculty, and community organizers. The first to speak was Fabian, a Chicano PhD student who shared a poem that he calls Back of a Line, referencing topics such as racial oppression. This set the mood for the rally. Back to the time when I watched Moctezuma get thrown off the temple as he died. To the back of the line as I witnessed Guatemoc be burned alive. That image, that image is stuck deep in my mind like when we were first divided by lines. And to speak Nahuatl and later Spanish became a crime. I had to suppress my ancestors yep, gotcha. to the essence present at the back of my mind. The colonizers' essence corrupted our leaders, turned them into vendidos, and polluted their vines. And now I'm forced to go back to the back of the line. But waiting our turn to after cutting great vines, it'll never compensate for the, for the spray dropped by planes. Pesticides infect my child's brain from the roots to the seeds, to the leaves left behind. Listen, how many times must I go back to the back of the line? It should be a crime to have to justify my life this many times. But the colonizers don't make the, the crowd cheered as the speeches began. Many teaching assistants on strike feel appreciative by the support of the undergraduate community. Sarah Margarone spoke as a third-year undergraduate student on why the undergrad community should stand to support their TAs who uphold their education. Listen here. So I was a freshman in the class of 2020. I'm a disabled woman, a low-income disabled woman in the system. It is not built for me. It is not built for us. The same ivory tower that oppresses us oppresses the grad students here. And they were the ones during 2020 and today holding their hands out to us. It is our time to hold our hands out to them to help them get out of this ivory tower. KCSB reporter Sarah Jagger spoke with Sarah to hear how other undergraduates can support the strike. Mostly what we're asking them to do right now is get other people involved and make sure that other people know what's going on, right? Because the university is counting on us to not know or care about what's happening. Um, we are the driving force. We pay their bills. If, if we make some noise, if we protest, whether that's through emailing professors that aren't canceling classes or like joining the picket line, they will know that something's off. We can be a, 
massive driving force for the strike itself. We, we have a resource for undergraduates. It's at undergraduates for cola with a number four. On Instagram, uh, we give breaks down like non-legal term understanding of like what's going on. Just a more reliable and easy to use resource to know what's going on as an undergrad who might not know much about the union. If you're interested in learning more, feel free to see anything there. Undergraduates and faculty both attest to the valuable hard work of teaching assistants who directly work with undergraduate students to teach and support their education. Professors in particular have been through the same struggles when they were undergraduates in the past. Assistant Professor of Global Studies Charmaine Chua spoke to me on why faculty should support, a reflection of her time as a graduate student, and that faculty should not be afraid to stand at the picket line. Yeah, so faculty are, I would say, the most securely employed layer of teaching employees at the university. We earn a secure wage. Many of us, at least on the Senate faculty side, are tenure-track or tenured faculty, and so we have security of employment that our grad workers don't. And in fact, I think the UC only runs because workers do, and the UC only runs because TAs teach the majority of our sections. You know, I often find that when I'm teaching large lectures, I don't actually get to know students, and it, don't, it matters so much more when those students are able to interact at a much smaller scale with my TAs. And so many of the students who've like eventually come to me with their lives changed have often said, like, it was my TA who talked to me, and, it, and it's not me. So I'm here because I really recognize how crucial TA labor is, not just to my ability to do my job, but to the fabric of public education, to the way that, to the ways that students learn, and to... Um, the project of helping us learn how to, you know, live in and occupy a better world. And could you reflect on your time as a graduate student? What was your struggles like? Did you face the same things that the TAs right now do? Yeah, absolutely. I love that question. So I was a grad student from 2009 to 2018. It was right during the financial crisis. Um, I was actually heavily involved in unionizing my own uh, grad student union um, at the University of Minnesota and we ultimately failed after two years of fighting and so that was a really really brutal loss and I was in that fight because I wanted the kinds of securities the contract the guarantee of um, a university having to bargain with the workers that make it run um, and I think you know Knowing how important it was to build solidarity with my fellow workers, to see us as fellow workers rather than as students, was really important, right? Because the university wants us to think that as grad students, uh, grad students should be grateful for being funded. They should be grateful for having the education that they have. But the reality is um, we have failed as a higher education institution across the nation to provide enough jobs for the number of PhDs that are coming out of our programs. And so every program actually knows that when they um, admit PhD labor, a good number, a, a large percentage of those people will not end up with tenure track jobs. And that's the lie, right? The lie is that we tell people to come in with this kind of false promise that they will have the careers that we've been lucky enough to. And the truth is structurally that just hasn't been the case. And so I think it becomes an ethical responsibility for those of us who have um, landed the careers that we are lucky to have to demand more, not just of our fellow faculty, but of the university and, and actually of the higher education institution as a whole.
And what do you have to say about other faculty members who are maybe a bit scared to um, show solidarity for the TAs or are scared of the university um, coming against them? I would say reach out. Um, the Santa Barbara Faculty Association is a body that is here to inform you of your rights. We all have a right to respect the picket line as non-union and non-supervisor employees. But more than that, this is so much more than a legal right, right? It's about an ethical responsibility. It's about the political moment we're in. It's about the fight for a better university of which we are part. And I think we have to be a part of um, answering that call. Um, you know, the late, great Mike Davis, um, used to say, never cross a picket line even when your family can't pay the rent. And uh, I think it's really important that we answer that call as faculty, hold, withholding our labor, exercising our own right to respect the picket line, can really make a difference to what the students are calling for and demanding. We can help put pressure on the university. And the, the safest way we can do that, the way we can overcome the fear that the administration wants to kind of sow among us, is to do that in greater numbers, is to do that through collective action, and is to do that together. So I would be very happy if anybody listening to this you know, wants to reach out to me or to the Santa Barbara Faculty Association. We're here for you and we're here to organize together. Although many professors came out to support their colleagues, lecturers are more wary of their participation in the strike. Their contract specifically prohibits them from the role of sympathetic strikers. Despite this, lecturers within the UCAFT came out to support the strike. Brandon Adams, a lecturer in the history department, speaks on the consequences of striking in his position. Yeah, if you're a lecturer, the line in our contract is uh, there's a re quote, rebuttable presumption that you are on strike if you miss class. So that's pretty harsh language and the penalties run up to termination. That's for lecturers. For faculty, the university is on very shaky ground if they want to claim that they have the right to fire someone. And I mean, frankly, if the university wants to punish a faculty member for going on strike, like I dare them. <laughs> like I, I dare them because that would be, it would be over for them if they wanted to do that. They say a lot of stuff, but it's mostly just scare tactics. A lot is on the line for supporters of the academic strike. This moment marks a time in history, and the fight continues for better pay, housing, job security, cost of living adjustment, and many more. Until the university negotiates a contract that addresses the graduate students' needs, all supporting faculty, graduate students, researchers, and undergraduates have put their work on pause. More is to come on updates concerning this UC-wide strike. For KCSB News, I'm Jennifer Yoshikoshi.